welcome to the Rich Thoughts Podcast, where our goal is to glorify God and terrify the devil. Get ready. It's going to be a great journey. Good morning and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast. I'm Harold Herring, and that's my fine wife, Bev. Today's title is entitled, This Alt to Make You Relax. <laughs> I love that. Sounds good to me. Psalm 20 is one of our favorite songs. In fact, we strongly encourage you to personalize it. Go to heraldherring.com, double-click on Personalized Scriptures, where you can personalize it along with eight other groupings of Scriptures. In studying Psalm 20, God showed us several reasons everything is going to be all right. Ooh. Number one, the Lord hears you in times of trouble. God always hears you when you call. Just as a parent hears the cry of a baby when it, when it needs attention or loving care, your loving Heavenly Father always hears and responds to your voice. The Lord is watching you and listening for your voice. If, you're, if you are the uncompromisingly righteous, Psalm 34, 17, 34, 17, classic amplified. When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of their distresses and troubles. The Lord is not only watching and listening for you, He will deliver you out of your distress, trouble, and adversity. Child of God, you and I have the ultimate first responder to any emergency that we may encounter. Mm. Number two, God's name will defend you. The name of God is a defense. <clears throat> Psalm 20 verse 1, 20 verse 1 says, May the Lord answer you in the day of trouble. May the name of the God of Jacob set you on high and defend you. Hallelujah. Number three, God will send help from his sanctuary. Hebrews A2, A2 Message Bible. In essence, we have just such a high priest, an authoritative right alongside God, conducting worship in one of the true sanctuaries built by God. There is a place where you're safe, where the enemy can't reach you. It's God's sanctuary. That's right. Like Psalm 91.1. Number four, God will strengthen you out of Zion. Psalm 20, verse 2, classic amplified. Send you help from the sanctuary and support, refresh, and strengthen you from Zion. Number five, the Lord will fulfill all your petitions. Psalm 20, verse 5. 20 verse 5, classic Amplified. We will shout in triumph at your salvation and victory. In the name of our God, we will set up our banners. The Lord will fulfill all your petitions. According to Strong's Concordance, the Hebrew word for petitions is H4862. H4862, it means request, petition, desire, and is only found one other time in Scripture. That's in Matthew 21-22, 21-22, classic Amplified Bible. It says, And whatever you ask for in prayer, having faith and really believing, you'll receive it. Now that's what I call shouting time. That's right. Number six, God will hear from heaven. Psalm 20, verse 6 in the New Living Translation says, Now I know that the Lord rescues his anointed king, he will answer him from his holy heaven and rescue him by his great power. 
God wants to flex his muscles on our behalf. In Exodus 6.6, 6.6 in the classic Amplified, it says, Accordingly, <coughs> excuse me, excuse me, say to the Israelites, I am the Lord, and I will bring you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians, and I will free you from their bondage, and I will rescue you from the outstretched arm with a special and vigorous action and by mighty acts of judgment. You know, God wants to free us, and the word bondage here is H5647. H5647, and it means to compel to labor or work, cause to labor, cause to serve, cause to serve as subjects. You know what? Debt, depression, disappointment, despondency, discouragement, all these represent bondages that God wants to take us out from underneath. The type, this type of bondage is not going to, well, is not going to cause us to rise to any challenge. We really need to be able to come to our God and taste the precious promises in his life. And a lot of times we like to say, but God. But God. And it's time to turn things around and free us from bondage. Number seven, God is our trust. Look at Psalm 20, verse 7 once again. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. Hallelujah. There are way too many believers who are looking to someone other than the Lord for their financial deliverance. As I've often said, some trust in chariots. Well, that's jobs and retirement accounts. Millions of Americans and other folks around the world are discovering that they can no longer trust their job, provide the necessary income, pay their bills, and care for their family. It seems that each passing day brings more reports of job losses and layoffs. Mm. There was a time when people based their lives and financial stability on the 40-50-40 plan. They would work for an employer 40 hours a week, 50 weeks a year, for 40 years, and then live off the company's retirement plan. Those days are history. Technological advances in the changing global economy have drastically altered the traditional career path for millions of workers. That's right. The good old days of employment security, well, that's just it. Good old days. And yesterday is gone forever. Our trust can no longer be in our jobs and retirement accounts. Truthfully, our trust should never have been, in, been there in the first place. Scripture also says some trust in horses. To us, that's the federal government. There are some people who think the federal government will solve all their financial problems. As believers, our deliverance, hear me now, our deliverance will never come out of Egypt. The world financial system never has, never will. Our best hope and only place we should place our confidence and trust is symbolized by the words found on our money. In God we trust. Psalm 125.1, 125.1. They that trust the Lord shall be as Mount Zion, which cannot be removed, but abideth forever. The Living Bible Translation of Psalm 125.1 says, We will be unmoved by any circumstance. I love that. Mm. We're not moved <laughs> by circumstances when we trust Him. First, we must trust God's Word. Yes. Numbers 23, 19, classic Amplified Bible. 
God is not a man that he should tell or act a lie, neither the Son of Man that he should feel repentance or compunction for what he has promised. Has he said, and shall he not do it? Or has he spoken, and shall he not make it good? Second, we must trust God's abilities. Jeremiah 32, 27. Jeremiah 32, 27 says, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Wow, I quoted that last night in prayer. Amen. When we trust God, we also are trusting his ability to do what he says he will do. <clears throat> Third, we must trust God's intentions. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 29, 11, New Living, New International Version. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. There is no record of failure of him not doing what he said he would do. That's it. It may, mm, it may, we may neglect in absorbing it, but once we get it, we'll get it. Fourth. That's, that's why we, yeah, go ahead. That's it. Fourth, we must trust God's track record. You know, no record or failure of not doing what he said he would do. Second Timothy 1 7. Second Timothy 1 7, classic amplified. For God has not given us a spirit of timidity, of cowardice, of craving and cringing and fawning fear. But he has given us a spirit of power and of love and of a calm and well-balanced mind, discipline and self-control. Even if we're feeling the heat of creditors or anything else, family problems are coming down our back. God will bring us out of the fire. If he's done it before, he's going to do it again. And what the enemy means for harm, God's going to turn to good by setting us the captives free. Hallelujah. Fifth, trust that he will make it up to us, everything the enemy's taken from us. I love Proverbs 631. Ooh, wrote a book about it. If he be found, he shall restore sevenfold. He shall give all the substance of his house. I want to tell you, there been a time that Bev and I have been praying for the sevenfold restoration of everything the enemy has stolen from us mm -hmm. and from our partners. That's right. As we've laid hands on all the letters <laughs> and emails, prayed over them, truthfully, we felt the hurt, the frustration, and in some cases, the anger over things that have been stolen. What we have to focus on is not what we've lost, but what we're going to gain in the sevenfold that's restoration right. <clears throat> and to do that yeah we only have to trust in god and his word lift your eyes your redemption draweth nigh hallelujah Ooh, thank you jesus hallelujah well until tomorrow morning at 8 30 eastern god bless you happy trails and keep thinking rich thoughts from the word of god we love you we appreciate you bye-bye